0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life with Paul and Jeannie. Thank you so very much for joining with us today in a devotional time, that little 10-minute slice of heaven where we take our minds off the earth and ourselves and we put them onto the Lord and what he might have for us. And I think that we're going to talk about something that he has for us, mm-hmm. aren't we, Jeannie? Great. And what's that?
1: Well, last time we talked about these boots are... Made for walking. Yes, <laughs> and we talked about um, putting on the boots to share the gospel and uh, the good news. And First Peter three fifteen again, New Living Translation, says, and if someone asks about the about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. So we talked about being prepared and the simplicity of sharing your own life, and how no one can uh, argue with. The before and after and what Christ has done in your life and your love for him
0: I think maybe we underestimate how powerful that is right. and by powerful I'm meaning uh, how much that what happens to us can connect with somebody else's life experience as well as powerful in the sense of how God uses it
1: right and people are always longing to connect you know, and to be understood and uh, to learn about other people's lives. So, yeah, it is. And you might not be able to relate with everybody in every situation in their life, but the basic human needs that we all have.
0: They're all the same.
1: They're the same. (laughs) Yeah. So, yes, so don't underestimate that. And uh, hopefully you have thought about that since we've been talking about it for the last few times and really... You know, thought, well, what what would I say if somebody asked about the hope that was in me as a believer? Because yeah. we're asked to do this.
0: So we're, we're kind of uh, in this spot.
1: Preparation mode? Or? Yes, okay. right.
0: And during this time, we're going to consider it. And yes. I, I want you and I want me, us, to be asking ourselves and asking the Lord that question. Lord, how do you want to use my life? To affect other people's lives and point them to you um, what things should i say personally and it might and it might be and it should be and it will be in many cases different for every person
1: right you know i came across a well-known verse and then thought about it again this morning when i was praying mm-hmm. you know i i saw jesus walking on the shores and he was Basically, recruiting his first disciples. Yes. And in fact, Matthew 4:19 New Living says, One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew. And they became part of the 12 disciples. Right. Throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me. And I will show you how to fish for people. (laughs) And they left their nets at once and followed him.
0: Oh, man. That's exciting.
1: So, um, you know, I think one of the lies that the enemy will, because, you know, he wants to stop us from sharing with others. (laughs) And he wants to take as many with him as he can into that dark place. (laughs) So he doesn't want people to find the light and find God. Uh, so he's going to throw up roadblocks for us. He's going to throw up lies. And one of the things he tries to intimidate us with is, you know, we're not very, we're not smart or uh we might be talking to somebody else we think is more intelligent than us, or, you know, they have more of the gift of gab than I do. And, mm -hmm. you know, we just start disqualifying ourselves and think, oh, only those that have the gift of evangelism can go out there and really talk about the Lord to people, you know? Yeah,
0: like, oh, I'm not a theologian.
1: Right, right. (laughs) So that's why we were emphasizing the fact that people need to meet people, real people, and your own life testimony is huge. So when Jesus gathered up these guys and said you know i'm going to teach you i will show you how to he always loved to use those analogies you know Mm -hmm. so he's talking about they're trying to catch fish right (laughs) and they catch fish by putting the bait out there and putting (laughs) the net in the right spot right (laughs) yeah and then they gather them in and he's saying i'm going to teach you how to do that with people Mm -hmm. meaning gather them into my net and and the the lure that they use to to attract the the you know the bait that god will tell them how to start the conversation and be in the right place so that it's attractive when they hear the gospel you know so but these guys were not um they they were not polished no and in fact uh i think in first corinthians 126 is he says Remember, dear brothers and sisters, that few of you were wise in the world's eyes or powerful or wealthy when God called you. Mm. And that certainly was true with all the original 12 disciples. Yes. You know, they they were not. In fact, isn't it one time they were in the, in the uh, temple, not in the temple, but they were in front of the. The big
0: dudes. The Sanhedrin yeah, or the, the big dudes, Pharisees And, and they whoever. were
1: telling about the Lord. And the Lord yeah. had told them ahead of time, when you go into those situations, don't worry about what you're going to say. The Holy Spirit will tell you what to say. That's exciting. And they were standing in front of these guys. And you know, these guys were like saying to each other afterwards, who are these guys? Aren't they just a bunch of fishermen?
0: Didn't they? Isn't <laughs> yeah, that... so they took stock that they had been with Jesus. And they had
1: been with Jesus, but they didn't have the background. Right, They didn't have yeah. all the schooling. Or and the pedigree. Were... Or... Yeah. But yeah. Christ was given them through yeah. the Holy Spirit what to say. Yeah. So we depend on the Lord to give us the situations and what to say as they come up. And then 1 Corinthians 3.18 says, if you think you are wise by this world's standards, you need to become a fool to be truly wise for the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. Mm. So don't let the enemy intimidate you that you're not smart enough or you're not uh, educated enough or you're not a good speaker or any of those things that would cause you to be hesitant to be available.
0: I think some people also think, well, I don't have the gift of evangelism mm-hmm. and there is a gifting of evangelism but uh that's not everybody's going to be gifted in that way but and it doesn't dis, you know you know doesn't leave you out and I, th-
1: f- I think those gifts of evangelism i think of an evangelist i don't know about you standing yeah. up on a platform like billy graham did or you know like greg Laurie does and they talk to crowds right and you know or they go out into the pier or whatever but for us, normal, not so necessarily worldly wise or wealthy people, <laughs> yeah. it's our interaction with everyday people that are in yeah. our circle, like we talked about. Yeah, you know, it's it's having conversations yeah. with those folks that it's, we live uh, with and
0: work with. It, if I could say it this way, it's regular folks in regular situations, right, talking to other regular folks, right. You know, right. I, I, I'm just. I'm just, or I was just as lost as everybody else. But let me tell you where salvation is. Right. right. It's found in Jesus.
1: Right. You know, uh, in Matthew 9, I just love this. It said that Jesus was walking with the disciples and it says, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were confused and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Yeah. And he turned to his yeah. disciples in verse 37 and said, The harvest is great, but the workers are few. So pray to the Lord who's in charge of the harvest. Ask him to send more
0: workers into his field. That's and such a dynamic set of verses in so many ways. Partially, I think it should break our hearts that God, looking pitying. at us, is pitying us and having compassion for us, not judging us, you know, he doesn't have to judge us <laughs> we're already sinners but looking at us with love and then realizing hey folks you need to pray to the lord of the harvest there are people that that need god everybody does but that are in your life and in my life and you know since jesus said i'll teach you to be fishers of men Shouldn't we be praying that? Yeah. Teach me, Jesus.
1: I think that's that's so simple and great. And I think yeah. we could challenge ourselves and others. Lord, teach me. Yeah. Teach me.
0: Let's dive into this this next few times. Father, thank you for today. And thank you for moving our thoughts heavenward. And with the idea of looking through the eyes of Jesus, realizing what he sees and what he wants to do. So, Lord, here's our prayer. Teach us to be fishers of men. For we pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name. And everyone says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. We'll see you soon.